Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Welcome, Karen. Hello, Kaz. Here we are for another show. I know, This is actually our 17th show. Wow. I know. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun? I know. And each week we asked our guests to pick a theme. So what is the theme for this week? Okay, so this week's theme is connection. Wow. I don't know if our listeners realise, but last week our guest Kate Ellis actually picked Reconnect. Yeah, and we discussed a lot about that. That was reconnecting with yourself and reconnecting with people that you hadn't seen or been in touch with for a long time as well, but mostly internal, from an internal point of view. So our task after that delicious conversation was uh, not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within ourselves that we have built up against it. So to allow ourselves to love ourselves, first Mm. off before loving everybody else. And it is, and it's so important to actually come from that space. And I can remember when I was younger, and even though it was probably from a bit of an ego perspective, I would have always said, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anyone else to love you? And now I, I say it, but more from an essence perspective, as in if you don't have your self-worth and self-love and self-value out there, everyone's going to see that you don't even value yourself so why would they put you into a category where they want to be with you you're just saying that that's interesting because I can just recall a few weeks ago or months ago and you said to me I just want you to do this little exercise and I said oh what is it and you said I just want you to write down the names of the people that you love in any particular order top 10 yeah top 10 that's correct And so I thought for a while, I thought, wow. And of course, I listed husband, family, children, everything like that. And you said, and of course, you. And then you said, wow, that's really interesting, Kaz. And I said, why? And she said, because you're not there. No, I said, what number would it have been? Yeah, well, I wasn't on the list at all. No, you went in the top 10. And I said, what number would have it been before you listed yourself? Yeah, and... I couldn't tell you because I just don't think at that stage that I was even on the list. That's right. Yeah. Probably not even in the top 100. No, I know. So So isn't that interesting? Listeners, just think back and actually realise or actually go inside and answer that question. What number would have it been before you listed yourself? Yeah. And I know that mine would have been number one. I know yours was number one. Because I'm very much about becoming your own best friend. Correct. And actually realising that. So yes, so today it is all about connection. When you are connected to yourself, you then show up and connect more authentically with everyone else in your life and everything in your life, plants, animals, everything. That's exactly right. Like one thing leads to another thing and everything is connected. And and it's good to understand that nature, animals, everything is connected. Mm. And, you know, and just to stand there and look at a flower, like look at the petals and just the way it's all put together 
you sort of makes you realize that there is a higher source just the detail and how it all comes together and you know trees we yeah. breathe our air because trees convert our carbon dioxide in, into uh, yeah oxygen yeah exactly so it's it's all connected so even if you're walking along and you're doing you know you're walking by the lake and you're looking at the water and all those trees it's just like look up and go well thank you like, thank you for everything that's around, the trees in particular for the oxygen that we breathe. Yeah, you don't even realise. You just go about your daily business and... Exactly. You don't even stop to think that's sometimes. Right. And actually go, thank you, trees. You sit down. For the air you breathe. Exactly. You could just sit down right now and just look around you, feel, and just write, what am I thankful for? Be amazed Beautiful. at what you'll come up with. And that leads us into our first song, which surprisingly enough is called Connection. And it's by the Rolling Stones. Excellent. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Wow, Karen, I've never heard that song before by the Rolling Stones. No, I know. But it was a pretty good one, wasn't it? It was, but I don't know where I was in my youth when that was happening. Oh, well, I don't think he actually knew where he was either. We all know what (laughs) Keith Richards is like, do we? (laughs) He was probably up his palm tree again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to Karen, today we have a special guest and our guest is Arabella McPherson from Resonate Communications Coaching. With eight years as a corporate communications coach, a degree in performance and over 15 years of international performance training, this makes Arabella uniquely qualified to be a communications coach. Her skill-based coaching style ensures Arabella's clients have the right formats, processes and techniques to prepare them for any interaction they face. Arabella's short courses will equip you and your team with increased self-awareness, the ability to decode behaviour and a practical understanding of how to connect, motivate and inspire. Whether Arabella's clients are pitching a new idea, presenting to the board, delivering a keynote or leading a meeting, they learn to deepen crucial relationships through structured, specific and authentic communication. So welcome Arabella. Thank you. Thank you Karen and Kaz for having me today. That's okay. It's our pleasure. Yeah. I can't wait to start talking to you, Arabella, because I know it's going to be such a delicious conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And so, Arabella, our theme today is connection. Mm. So can you expand on why we, you, know, you chose this theme and what it actually means for you? I see this quote here from Brene Brown, and she's a wonderful, wonderful speaker on connection between people. Can you let our listeners know what the quote yeah, is? Yeah, the quote, the quote that you have here is, connection is why we are here. We are hardwired to connect with others. It's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. And without it, there is suffering. And it's so true, isn't it? It's absolutely mm. true. The reason I chose connection is that most of the people I work with struggle with connection. And that's because they're frightened of two things. They're frightened of not being good enough. And they're frightened of being rejected. And that influences their behavior so much so that they prevent themselves from connecting in case yeah, they're not a barrier. Good. Mm. They put a barrier up. Mm. And unfortunately, that has the, the reverse effect, obviously. And they don't have that same 
satisfaction in life. They don't get what they need from other people and it ends up being very lonely for them. Mm. Because they can't express what they want either, I suppose. Absolutely. They cannot express Mm. what they need. And often it comes back to being tribal. We're tribal. We come from tribes. And the fear of rejection is as intense as physical pain. It follows the same neurological pathways. And we're so afraid of being rejected because if we were rejected from tribes, that meant almost certain death. Oh, totally. That yeah. saber-toothed tiger was going to get you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Not your friend and your... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always making sure that you're part of a tribe. Uh, and so we do everything we can to avoid rejection. We even avoid connection. And yeah, that's beautiful. But do you also feel that's why a lot of people... Uh, sort of don't create their success because there's fear of being rejected because they are successful. Absolutely. I've been having a lot of conversations with Australians who live internationally and quite a few of them have left because they've felt it very difficult to be successful in this environment because of the tall poppy syndrome. Yes. And they find more freedom doing it in an anonymous environment where they don't have those same cultural restraints. Yes. So, for example, in America, they're very big on you can do whatever you want, go for <laughs> yeah. it. And they're very supportive I in like that way. I the way you put that American accent in <laughs> <laughs> just then. So just where, were you the actually, vibe. where were you actually born, Arabelle? I was born in Sydney in Pimble. Oh, okay. Mm, so not so far from here. Because you have – obviously you're a speech coach. Yeah. And, um, but you do have a bit of a – I don't know. I wouldn't have said you were an Australian. Like mm. I, I, I thought you were actually born in the UK. Mm, you should meet my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bella, darling. <laughs> Everyone thinks she's some mix of – Oh, really? <laughs> Aristocratic <laughs> British blood. And she always tells me we're descended from the Mary Queen of Scots. So, Oh, okay. Well, my mother used to answer the phone that way. Oh. <laughs> but the rest of the time she just spoke like a normal Australian. Oh, no. <laughs> my mum sounds very, very British. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that explains. Mm. Um, For no reason. She was rarely in Britain or had any connection <laughs> with the UK, but I think it suited her. Oh, that's okay. My grandmother was never went to the UK, but she still called it home. Because wow. she was from that generation where wow. they were just so much into all of that, which is incredible. That is very mm. – it really shows the cultural connection. Oh, totally. Mm. Yes. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah, the connection again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Even though she wasn't really connected. Yeah, she felt that. Mm. Is she a fan of the royal family? Uh well, actually, my mum's quite a rebel. But what is funny, talking about that connection in our heritage, because Macpherson means son of a parson or son of mm-hmm. a preacher, I have a very strong connection to bagpipes. Oh, wow. <laughs> there are bagpipes that play every Wednesday afternoon in Manly, and it drives everyone crazy but me. You love it. I love it. I can't get enough of bagpipes, and somehow it connects with this Mm, this Your call, yeah, soul? this, 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 I don't want to say whining, but this, <laughs> this yearning or call out that resonates throughout Manly and I love that. I don't know why. That's beautiful. Mm, love the bagpipes. I really like that. Yeah. Mm. I know, Arabella, that you encourage your clients that when they are giving a keynote speech or anything to actually tell stories. Mm. So I would like you to tell us a little bit about your story 
and what you wanted to originally be when you grew up. <laughs> it wasn't a communications journey, coach. And your journey. <laughs> that's that's a very interesting question. And and I'll probably interrupt you halfway through to play our next song. Oh, please keep do. Going. Interrupt me. No, when... keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what was interesting for me growing up was having a very, very strong conscience ever since I was very, very young. And I think that had a lot to do with going to Sunday school and being told I was a sinner. And I would do everything that I could to be a better person. Whilst inside me, I had very black thoughts, but outside I was so nice to everyone. And that, I, that created your balance, actually. Really? Yes, because we have to have balance. Well, that makes sense now that you... Now that you say that, because the black thoughts I would have about myself and I'm such a terrible person and tried so hard to be nice to everyone, I would have lots of boys from primary school who liked me and I'd make them come to my place and clean my room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised they were allowed into your room. (laughs) I know. They'd pick up my dirty undies and I'd say, into the dirty (laughs) room. There's that regal part coming out. Oh, that regal part was, unfortunately, it should have, if I had good parents, they would have got it it out of me very quickly because it's not what life's about. But then they'd leave and I'd feel so guilty and I would talk to God because that's what I've been brought up with, with uh, Sunday school. And I'd say to God, I'm having a lot of difficulty understanding you and how I'm supposed to have a relationship with you. Can I pretend you're my cat? And I had a very big, fat, white Persian cat called Pipsqueak, but she came to pussy. <laughs> and she dribbled the whole time. Everything ends up pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, than, more than we realise. <laughs> I know, we know. <laughs> and I put her on my bed and I give her cat massages and she dribble and I brush her pretending that she was God because that was my understanding. But ever since I was as young as I can remember, I had two goals. One was to be the best person I could be. And that was very strange for a very young best person I could be. And the second goal I had was to be a superstar. (laughs) And you nearly became it, didn't you? Well, oh, very nearly. Very nearly. Before we continue that on, we are going to play our next song. And it is a song that's been chosen by you, Everyone's Waiting, by Missy Higgins, who is... Our Australian Artist of the Day. Exactly. (laughs) So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3 your community radio station. Wow. Thank you, Arabella. That was such a beautiful song. Mm. But why did it resonate so much with you? Haha, <laughs> resonate communications, <laughs> resonate. <laughs> it resonated with me because Missy has had quite an incredible career and then she took time out and went and did a degree in something completely different just because she wanted to make her own choices and listen to what she wanted. And... Before that, she was quite pressured by everyone else to deliver more songs, do more concerts. It's a highly stressful career being a performer. And it resonated with me because we often feel so many expectations from other people Mm. that aren't really real. I just got the shivers Mm. in. We do, don't we? And it is. It's true. And it's their life. It's not yours. 
That's right, and we have our own choice. We can always make our own choices, and it's about taking time out. And she says, making all stop and standing still, and just listening to what you need right now,、mm. in order to be the best that you can be. And that only happens when you listen to yourself. That's right,、yeah. and that's that beautiful connection.、Mm. Yeah, totally. Now, I just wanted to go back to. The almost famous <laughs> part of the conversation we had before. Look, we're we're、like、all a, famous in our own head. Oh, we were so famous. Wasn't there a movie? Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. With,、um, yeah, someone about yeah, yeah but almost famous. <laughs> but, but Arabella, tell us about your almost famous journey. Journey, yes. I think I've always been almost famous. <laughs> As Kaz says, in my own head, I was always no, almost famous. In fact, I used to see when I'd be walking in the street, I'd see them shooting a film, and thought, "Oh my God!" I'd race home, dress up, put makeup <laughs> on, change my clothes, and then I'd walk back and I'd linger, linger <laughs> beside the cameraman. I'd somehow get under the barrier. I'd end up eating their food, and I just wanted to be. I、uh, want to be a part of that. Oh,、yeah. I wanted to be、yeah. a, a superstar. Yeah. I started on stage. My first opera was when I was fourteen.、Uh, so with, you sing? Yeah, I sing opera.、Oh, she's opera wow. singer. Wow!、Mm. And she has the most amazing voice. <laughs> she knows how to quieten a room. Maybe we she starts to sing. To do that as well.、Oh, just、God. a couple of bars. But I, my first opera that I did was、uh, La Boheme at the Opera House, and Baz Luhrmann directed it. And he was incredible to work with, and I thought this is it. And the first day we had rehearsal at the opera house, I was with all the the chorus. I didn't realise, but there was very strict rules about where you stand on stage. But I couldn't help it. I went straight to the front of the stage. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> Apparently, the whole chorus was very upset because I stood at the front of the stage the whole scene, <laughs> making all my business at the front of the stage. I thought it was wonderful. And with that money that I earned at the age of fourteen,、uh, fifteen, I went to New York and visited one of my best friends for six weeks. We at love what age? New York, don't we, Karen? I was sixteen. So at sixteen, you are by yourself in、yeah. New York. Yeah, I went to visit a family.、Uh, my one of my best friends from when I was young. We went in our fifties to New York <laughs> for the first time. And- no. <laughs> Did you want to stay? I did actually,、yeah. and I had no desire to go there. Really? Yeah, we went for、uh, there was four couples that went for a friend's fiftieth.、Mm. Wow! And I went for ten days, and I wanted to stay. Yeah, me too. Yes, that's the feeling that New York has on us. Yes, I don't know that I want to live there. No, but I wanted no. to stay a bit longer. No, and experience say,、yeah. a few more things. You yeah, know what I mean? most people、no. say if you haven't been born there, within two years you have to get out. Yeah, but you can't. It's just I love the experience. Yeah.、Mm. So come on. Well,、There、I went back when、yeah. in two thousand and seven, and I trained at the Atlantic Theatre Company、uh, for two months, which was incredible. Six days a week in the studio, practicing right until midnight. And on Sundays, and then I went to LA, and I thought this is my big break. I know it's all going to happen now. I had certain interviews set up,、yeah. and one of them was with the head of Fox Sports and Fox Reality TV. And I don't know why this was going to be my big break, but I was absolutely sure it was. So a I, reality show, a serious Arabella.、Oh, I didn't know. I just thought he would. Was, you have gone on on a reality God, show? God no. <laughs> 
Your mother would have been mortified. <laughs> this is closest to reality. Oh, really, darling, what I know. are you doing? What? Oh, oh my God. That's where I got my uh, moral guide from. Every... Oh, Bella, you can't say that. So there I was in my knee-high boots, which were scuffed, which I licked the ends of to make sure they looked somewhat black. I think every woman has done that. I, th- I hope they have. <laughs> and if they haven't, they haven't lived life. They haven't lived life. And I had a long blue ice, ice, uh, ice blue silk skirt and I bought a bodice the day before at Victoria's Secret with bones in it, which was two sizes too small. It was on sale. <laughs> And you weren't going to sing with wearing that, were you? I was not going to do anything much <laughs> except try and breathe. And lots of luck going to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't happening. And I had a long, strawberry blonde hair, and I thought I looked pretty good. Mm. And I walked into this massive office with about 200, 300 people open plan and into this director's office. And he, I sat down, and my goal was to tell him how passionate I was about acting all the different theories I knew about and how I just wanted to be the best actress I could be. And he asked me two questions. He said, do you know Variety and Backstage? And I said, no. And they're the two magazines with all the castings in LA. He stood up and he said, you're too old, you're too green and you're never, ever, ever going to make it. Then too old at 27? 26, I Oh, know. my God. Then he threw open the door to this great big office, picked up these two magazines, threw them on the ground and said, don't tell anyone that I never did anything for you and slammed the door of his office. Great. And I stood there with everyone looking at me. I looked down at the magazines, which I desperately wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were free and you could get them anywhere. <laughs> I bent down as gracefully as I could without falling out of my boned bodice, (laughs) picked up the magazines and thought, oh, and off I went. But that was a very strong sense of rejection. Yes. Absolutely. And I I experienced rejection again and again and again as an actress. And on my flight home from New York, I had read The Secret Well, up to the part where it says everything bad that happens to you, you wanted it to happen. That's when I threw it into the ocean. (laughs) And I just joined Facebook, but I came back and I thought there must be a way that I can use the skills I've learnt to help other people. And that's when I saw an advertisement in the newspaper for a corporate voice coach in 2007. Looking for one or to train to be one? Uh, No, they were looking for one. And that was hilarious because... What a blessing. (laughs) What a blessing. I called up and said, you're looking for a corporate voice coach. I changed my voice Voice. appropriately. And the person on the other end of the phone slurred. And I thought, this will be way too easy. So he asked me in for an interview and I came in for the interview and I saw a whole wall of CDs, DVDs, books that he'd created. And I thought, wow, this person is much more experienced than I thought. And in he walked and... He had Parkinson's disease. And my grandfather had passed away from Parkinson's disease. Oh, oh I just got to Yeah, so did I. Straight away I knew what he was dealing with. And he turned out to be one of the best presentation skills coaches in Australia and the US. And he was no longer able to coach people one-on-one because of his condition. So he took you on? He took me on. Oh. He said, uh, we pay $50 an hour. And I had in my mind, I wanted to earn $75 an hour. And I said, thank you very much for this meeting. Unfortunately, I'm $75 an hour. I hope you find the right person. And I stood up and went to walk out. And he said, no, no, 
75. So that's oh, wow. good girl. Good now, that, that's fantastic because a yeah. lot of women won't do that. Mm. And good your, on you. That, exactly. Yeah. They don't know their value. They undervalue. They give things away for free. And so good on you for knowing that at such an early age. Uh, I had to relearn it quite a few times <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. since. But then the next day he said, come back. And I came back the next day thinking, great, we'll have another interview. And no, he gave me head of the National Speakers Association to coach for two hours and said, I'll be back in two hours. I thought, oh my God. <laughs> and that's how I started coaching. And I had wonderful clients that he attracted and it went from there. And mm. has he since passed away? No, he's still alive. And oh, he's fantastic. my greatest greatest mentor. He's also my biggest fan. Oh, he, and that's what you want. Yeah. The, yeah. the, because the students should, should surpass the mentor. So that's fantastic. He just always believed in me and was not possessive over what I learned or what I did. Just incredibly generous. That's Mr. Doug Maloof, the most amazing man in my life. Oh, wow. Well, that's that, yeah. Well, actually, this is so appropriate because now we're going to lead into our next song, which is actually Keep fighting mm. so that just is so perfect Isn't it? for where the, how, how our conversation has gone mm. so this is so delicious <laughs> <laughs> welcome back you've been listening to inspiring pearls of wisdom with karen and Kaz on radio northern beaches 88.7 and 90.3 there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that please go to our facebook page inspiring pearls of wisdom yes and that was mark wilkinson he's an australian country singer i know and arabella just told us that she actually knows him wow. <laughs> in fact when i he went to school with my one of my brothers i've got three older brothers and they invited they were playing together my brother's a, a double bass player or a bass guitar player, and Mark had taught himself the guitar only a year earlier. Wow. They invited me in to listen to them, and I was the first person they were showing their music to. And when he played, I almost, I, I was so moved by what he sang, and I completely lost it, said, oh, my God, you're amazing. Oh, I can't good. believe you're so incredible. <laughs> and from then on, he's gone on to create an incredible career and he wow. has been taken up in the States much more than Australia. But his music is so soulful and so beautiful and based on real life experiences that he's dealing with. And that's very powerful. Wow. Thank yeah. you for sharing that answer mm. with us. Mm. have to check out more of his stuff, won't we, Kat? Yeah, yes. he's well, fantastic. you're certainly surrounding yourself with famous people. Oh, I know. <laughs> one day, one day. Is there any regrets that you didn't follow the um, stage and theatre? That's the, the variety. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very interesting question. I still find it very difficult to go and see plays. Oh, why have you got that? Should have been me. Should have been me. <laughs> yeah, they they have a joke. How many how many actors does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Ten. One to change the light bulb, and nine to say, I could have done that better. <laughs> yeah. Have you have That's you have you given up like that. with that? I have. You? You I have. have. And okay. the reason being that my coaching takes everything from me at the moment. It right. really does. Now I give uh, presentations or I do workshops. For example, I was doing workshops for the Media Federation of Australia to up to 150 people or more. Mm. 
over three hours on influence and presentation and uh, inner conviction and how to come across with that inner conviction. And those are three hours of performing, really. Yes. Because I have an yeah. audience, I have to keep them engaged and I have to take them on the journey that they need to go on in that particular moment. So yeah. that requires everything yeah. from me. And reading the room and making sure that oh. everyone is where they should be and they've understood what you've said and they're, you know, Absolutely. It. Absolutely. It it's a conversation. A Any presentation yeah. is just a conversation. And you'll find that when you're talking with your friends or family or, or colleagues even, you'll stop mid-sentence to make sure that they're still following it's the same yes. when you're talking to a room of 150 or more. It's constantly making sure that they are all checked in. Mm. I've seen you present a couple of times and I have to say it's it's amazing. Mm. You are very, very obviously great Keeps at it. Keeps people engaged, yeah. yeah. And most of your clients, are they CEOs? Are they wannabe CEOs? Are they just or? normal like, you know, um, mothers of children at school and things like that, right? all business-related? Uh, at the moment I work with CEOs and executives mm-hmm. mainly because I find they're issues very very engaging and very challenging and a lot of people will seek support from a coach when they're embarrassed to go to a therapist which means I am constantly challenged to help them as much as I can get the support they need and the skills they need to help others to help their management team Mm. to help their organization yes and that is I find that very very powerful so then do you move from the CEO into the management team then I do group coaching, that's right, with yes. the management team. Oh, excellent. So make sure so you they've do got support. one-on-one with the management team? I do as well, yeah. yeah. Depending on what they're, what they're seeking mm. and how much growth they have as an organisation because organisations who cultivate that learning environment and supportive environment often end up going extremely well. Yeah. Yes. But it's, it means that they need to know that that's something that will help them. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. a lot of companies don't. Yeah, the ones who are top performing do. Okay, and it's good to it's know. it's very interesting that others don't follow their exactly their advice because when people do receive support, coaching, ways of negotiating relationships, yeah. ways of connecting with people, ways of managing people who are distressed or upset or stressed. Mm. They have a much better environment. It's more productive exactly. and much more satisfying. How many it's more hours? It's conducive. It's oh. everything. Well, there'd be is. a lot of companies that when that happens, they just they don't want to know. Yeah, yeah there's a bit of that going yeah. on. But also the, in Australia, we're under high economic pressure as well because we don't have a lot of people here, which means that they can't invest huge amounts. Yes. For example, in America or China or different parts yeah, of Europe. the infrastructure pays yeah. for itself. Absolutely, absolutely. Whereas we're providing for a, a small group within Australia. Yeah. Obviously, lots of businesses are now going international and that has its own pressures. Mm. Mm. Interesting. It's very yes. interesting. So what's one of your favourite quotes, Isabella? Well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Michael Lunig, you know, oh, the okay. cartoonist. Yes, yes. I met him uh, about... 10 years ago, but I there saw... There she goes, famous people Oh, again. I know. <laughs> drop, 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 yeah. name drop. Nah. <laughs> you go for it, no, I just thought he was divine. I, I, he was more of a star to me than he realised because I read this poem when I was about seven or eight in a lunatic book that I was given 
And it, again, resonated with me. And the poem is, Come sit down beside me, I said to myself. And although it doesn't make sense, I held my own hand as a small sign of trust. And together, I sat on the fence. It's all about, we're always going to sit on the fence and not know what decision we need to make. But if you sit with yourself and you trust yourself Mm -hmm. and trust your instinct, then you're going to have a very powerful way of making that decision. That's beautiful. Yes. Mm. I can see why people employ you. You're, oh. yes. you're, you're very aware. You're very connected. Mm. Yeah. So I can see why you chose connection for your um, theme today, as we and, always like to get. And that quote was, was beautiful. I, I loved it. So we will put that on our Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom we will Facebook mm. page. On there. We will and also our connections uh, to Arabella as well will be on there. Yeah, and your website, Arabella, because we are running out of time as always. Yes, my website is resonatecoms.com. So C-O-M-M-S. That's right. Yeah, mm. and that's fantastic. And we'll also post that on our Facebook page mm. when we post the podcast and everything. You've been a fantastic guest. Yes. Oh, so really. interesting. Yeah, we'll have to have Thank you, you for back having again. Me. I know, I'd love like to be to back. back. <laughs> you you both are great to talk. <laughs> you don't need communications coaching at all. Oh, don't we? <laughs> no. Oh, thank you. Cool. We Divine. like to have conversations. Just oh, conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your poem and everything just leads us into the next song which you have chosen, mm. Who You Are by Jessie J. Yeah, very, very powerful song. Okay. Well, goodbye, Arabella, and thank you for popping in to see us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Karen and Kaz. Absolutely wonderful being with you. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Wow, Kaz, that was a very delicious conversation with Arabella. Yeah, isn't she? She's just so interesting. And and then she um, let drop that she's actually an opera singer yes, as well. Yes, and we're like, wow, had you told us that, we would yeah. have got you to sing a few bars well, for I, us. Well, I did know that. And, I, and as I said in the conversation, that... I have been in a a, a a networking situation and she was the speaker and everyone was talking as we all do and, and in all, instead of going, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, did she break know, into song? She just started singing <laughs> and it was amazing. And I literally went, wow, wow yeah. are you trained? And she went, yes, I am. And then she told us her beautiful story. But it was, yeah, it was amazing, which is one of the reasons why I really did want to have her as a guest. And I feel we'll have her back again. Yeah, she's got a lot of gems to share and a lot of stories. A lot of gems, but also I love the fact that she reinvented herself. Yes. And that's where it's really important for people to understand that everything is a stepping stone and it may not lead you to the path that you have your tunnel vision about, but it's leading you to where you're meant to be. Mm. So everything is connected. At, and at just the be open to all opportunities that come. Exactly. And be connected to mm. it. You know, your perceived negatives are not always negatives. They're your mm. lessons, as we say many times. Yeah. 
I know. So it's so beautiful. Yeah, it was really interesting. She was, she's lovely. She is lovely. And and our last song is also chosen by Arabella, but we'll talk about some other stuff first and then we'll introduce that because there's not a lot of time left. We always, we always run out of time. I know we could, we could probably go a little bit longer, but you know, we like our five songs and our little conversations. Well, we have to have music because. Oh, music's good for the soul. <laughs> exactly. It totally is good for the soul. And I love the way that all the music that all of our guests choose is really resonates with them in some way. And, um, yeah, and you get to hear so many different songs that I've never heard of before yes. or I may have heard of them but I haven't actually listened to the lyrics as much. It's, and oh, when totally. we put it around a theme, then you can actually – Put it all together, you know. Exactly. And but what was really funny, which um, our listeners wouldn't have realised, that when we were playing all those songs that Arabella chose, she went, oh, such great music. You guys have picked such great music. And we're going, you picked it, Arabella. And she went, oh, yeah, that's right. Put all my good songs together. <laughs> <laughs> so it is good that we all sort of can have a good laugh and carry on. So, Kaz, what do you think you would like to talk about now? for the couple more minutes before we go into our last song and sign off. Well, connection. I was thinking of connection and, and on one of our shows we, we had, which was intimacy as well, and yes. I guess that it's connected. <laughs> well, exactly. Everything in our life is connected. And uh, we discussed then too that intimacy is, it's not just a purely physical thing. It's actually the art or the act of connecting with someone so deeply that you can feel that you can actually see into their soul. And I've found that on, well, actually on our harmony circles that we've done with Braveheart Women, where we look into each other's eyes and whilst it can be in the beginning quite confronting, you can see into a person's soul by looking into their eyes yeah and And it's it's very it's very powerful it is very powerful and just describe what a harmony circle is because i don't think we've ever discussed that without inspiring pearls of wisdom so just briefly discuss exactly what we do and why we do it well it's usually it's women and we're usually in a circle and we're usually facing each other and we're actually really being totally open and present present and I guess vulnerable in a way too, dropping all walls that you might have Pretenses. and actually yeah, and actually giving the whole of yourself at that moment to the other person. Yeah. And, well, help me here because it's... So we stand so, opposite each we other. We do. So we have two circles in a yeah. circle, one facing out and one facing yeah, in. Yeah, so that we're facing each other. Yes. So, but we look into one eye. Only, correct. Now, why do we look into one eye, not both? Because if we look into both, we get this... Uh, flight reflex that's like oh you know is flight it, or fight. yeah is it is it safe is it is it not safe and yeah. things like that so and that's so, adrenaline boost yeah exactly and so we don't go from one to the other we just look straight into one eye yeah so and it's for about two minutes yeah and there is a little song that we say we and, do and, sing a little song yeah. with that and the song is you know i look into your eyes i share a gift with you I've seen how hard it has been for you and you exactly. know, and I, I offer you the very best to me. And it's actually a beautiful... It's a beautiful song. Yeah, and, it's, and it's a beautiful... Um, connection. Connection that we have. Exactly. Yeah. And you're very right. You do look into someone's soul because the eyes are the window to the soul as we all yeah, we know. We've that. all been told that from a very young age. Though it's what is really interesting is sometimes you can't see anything. 
That's true, and I and found it's that. Like, and sometimes how you have can you shut see down so much. And some, yeah, it's like it's empty. It's like the lights are on, but no one's home. That exactly. Sort of thing. And it's like, wow, what has happened to you for you to have be so vacant? Yes, mm. or given up? Yeah, but and, then again, you can look into someone's eyes and you can see the pain, the hurt, and and a lot of things that they've been through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Though that, but you can connect with them straight yeah. away, and you actually will probably have a little tear. Yeah. So it's actually connecting with the heart. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And the soul, fantastic. and not and not thinking about it. So it's not with your brain. Yeah. So thanks for describing our harmony circles, Kaz. And if our listeners would like to learn any more about that, please contact us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom, because we would uh, love to come and you know, do one with a few of your friends. Yeah, or... and connect and... Yeah. Exactly. Anything that you like, we're always open to. We're open Infinite to having fun possibilities too. possibilities is what we're all about, isn't it, Kaz? So it looks like we are at the end of our show. And our last song for today is... It's called Royals by Lord. Yeah. Is it Lord or Lorde? I, I I'm not I don't sure. I don't know. Because... But it's spelled L-O-R-D-E. So it could be Lorde, but I could be wrong. And I don't know where that came from. I don't know. Arabella uh, chose this song oh. again. Um, and which, which is really funny because, as we said, she was talking about a mum. I know. And we, mum... we've even brought up the royals without even realising. I know. So, so Kaz, goodbye. Goodbye until to next week time. week 17. Exactly. And have fun. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Enjoy. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Mm -hmm.